Okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Yep, there is a morning show today, too, despite the fact that Lou's not going to be able to hear it, except if she's going to listen on demand, but, oh well. But anyway, um, yeah, today's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. It's about just around 7.01 a.m. Good having you with us, and as you can see, I'm not going to tell you, but anyway, um, I think to start off, we're going to look at some national news. Yeah, I'm just going to do the copy and maneuver way. Just keep that up in case if I need it later. There we go. Just wait for it to load the darn video. Ooh, let's read this. Blink-182 announces its first new album in 12 years. That's right, they're going to be releasing their first album since 2011. Remember when we said Rock was having a resurgence? Well, it looks like Blink-182 got the memo. The band is back together and now Mark Hoppus... Tom DeLonge and Travis Barker are dropping their first new album together in a dozen years. <clears throat> One more time will release on Friday, October 20th. DeLonge explained the impetus for their new work in a trailer for the project, which is available on YouTube, by the way. What you need to understand about Blink-182 is that we didn't come out of, like, joyous homes, he said. We came from a lot of heartbreak, broken families, just flight, fights, he said. So Blink was always a way to force the happiness in the room. Barker said New Album was in part inspired by some of the tragedies the members have endured over the years. On the album, one more time, is written about why do, why does it take these catastrophes, like me being in a plane crash or Mark being sick, for our band to get back there? He said. Barker was critically injured in a 2008 Learjet plane crash that killed four of the six people aboard. Hop has also revealed in 2021 that he was undergoing treatment for cancer. And more recently, Barker's wife, reality star entrepreneur Courtney Kardashian, yep, it's her, yep, underwent urgent fetal surgery as she is currently pregnant with their first child together. Which, ironically, we were talking about her child yesterday when he flipped the bird. <laughs> anyway, um, the medical emergency results in the band pausing the tour that they had kicked off back in April. Blink-182 dropped two albums with guitarist Matt Skiba, 2016's California, and 2019's Nine. But this is the first new album in 12 years of the band's original lineup.
Uh, it looks like that's it, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, um... I think I'm just gonna go ahead and close that off. Let's take a look at my weather updates. Um, we just, um... So my dashboard... A little bit concerned it's not gonna load. Looks like it won't. There we go, that's better. I highly doubt it's gonna load, but we can try anyway. There we go. Sometimes it loads, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but this time it decided to cooperate. Alright, today is, right now, it's 46 degrees outside with overcast clouds. We have a seven-day forecast, I believe. Tuesday, is today Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday. Um, today, it, later today, it'll be 72 degrees with clear sky. Wednesday, it'll be 66 degrees with broken clouds. Thursday, it'll be 72 degrees with clear sky again. And then Friday, it'll be 75 degrees with um, clear sky again. And on Saturday, it'll be 70, 70 degrees with overcast clouds. And then Sunday, it'll be 55 degrees with um, moderate rain. So... Yep, rain's coming back, guys, but even then it could change. <laughs> and on Monday, he'll uh, be 63 with moderate rain again. Rain, rain. <laughs> anyway, I still got four minutes to talk, but um, maybe less than four minutes, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, um... Blade 22 has supposedly released a new album with the original lineup, Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker. Um, I also remember Travis Barker, um, he composed some of Machine Gun Kelly's songs, I think? At least I think he did. I remember seeing Travis Barker listed on the composing list for, um, for, um, tickets to my downfall. Let me look that up really quick while I can. I'll just do it on my phone. That's not the one I wanted. <laughs> I accidentally selected our production system, which is recording this program, by the way, if you're wondering. But that's not the one I was wanting. I'll just do this on my phone. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. That's why I met in the first place. Here we go. Just want to look up the, um, uh, track listing, probably what's under. Yep, Travis Barker. He did write some of the songs for Tickets to My Downfall, by the way. Yep. But anyway, um, let, about two minutes left to be precise. Oh, whoa. Anyway, um, there we go, um, I guess I could get some stuff in the queue really quick while I'm at it, just to play it safe, um, it won't play automatically, don't worry.
I'm just counting these, by the way. Okay, I think I got it now. There we go. Songs. Makeaba. I'm getting a really big crush on this song, guys. Jade Makeaba. Been played 37 times on our station so far, by the way. I'm really liking that song, guys. <laughs> and I think after that, we'll play another good favorite of mine Miguel's Sure Thing. How about that? Which has been almost played uh, the same amount as um, Jane 38. Well, I just got one more play in Jane. I stand corrected. <laughs> but anyway, um, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, September 19, 2023. Coming up, Jane, Mikava, and Miguel, sure thing, respectfully. How about that? And after that, we'll talk about food talk and what recipes on food.com. Even if I have to force myself to read old ones. <laughs> But anyway, we'll be right back right after this. The Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Miguel Shorfing, and that was before that was Jade Makeaba. Now it is time for food talk. Close that billboard stuff off, so we can go where we need to be. Um, hmm. Yeah, um, wonder if there was any Labor Day recipes, I wonder. I wouldn't think there would be, but, hmm. Let's take a look at these lunch ideas for kids, guys. It's kind of slow to load. <laughs> anyway, um... I'm trying to find something, guys. Grandma Sloppy Joe's. Since I said that, I'll read that. Whoa, okay, okay. Grandma Sloppy Joe's. This is one of my favorite things that my grandma made. It is a comfort food for me. It is so easy and so delicious. Yeah, let's go ahead and read it. It is ready in 35 minutes. There's 10 ingredients. Alright, here's the ingredients. They're listed in U.S. units, by the way. Two pounds of hamburger, one onion diced, two eight-ounce cans of tomato sauce, two to three tablespoons of Worcester sauce, I think that's what it says, one tablespoon of brown sugar, one teaspoon of vinegar, one and a half cup of catsup, catsup, whatever that is, not ketchup, catsup, but it might be the same thing, I don't know. Yep, ketchup, 156. 
So yeah, it's just another way of saying ketchup, but it is ketchup. One and a half cup of ketchup. Anyway, um, two teaspoons of chili powder, salt and pepper, one and a half teaspoon of mustard, but that's optional, by the way. It's if you want to use it. If you don't want to, that's fine. But anyway, here's the directions. Step one, brown the hamburger and onion. Step two, drain out the grease. And last but not least, step three, add the rest of the ingredients and simmer it to 15 to 20 minutes with the lid on. And apparently that's it. We know. In 35 minutes, you'll have your sloppy joes. But yeah, um, what else do we got? Ooh, yogurt fruit bars. This just looks interesting. You could Google it. It's worth Google. <laughs> I was looking at pictures one day that said, there's a little meme that said, you can Google it. It's worth a Google. But anyway, we're getting off topic now. Here's yogurt fruit bars from the American Diabetes Association, the ADA. Wonderful and healthy to go breakfast for kids and adults. Make sure you freeze it well in individual portions, though. It's ready in 55 minutes, and there's 12 ingredients. I'll read the ingredients first, as always. You'll need one and a half cups of whole wheat flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one and a half teaspoon of baking powder, one teaspoon of cinnamon, One and a half teaspoon of ground ginger. One six ounce package of mixed dried fruit. Make sure it's coarsely chopped. One for a cup of chopped walnuts. These are optional, by the way. I would not recommend using them if you're allergic to walnuts. Or whoever will be eating it, that is. One cup of plain fat-free yogurt, or you can use one cup of low-fat plain yogurt. Just make sure it's plain. One large egg. One-fourth cup of apple juice concentrate. Two tablespoons, yep, two tablespoons of oil. And along with non-stick cooking spray. Alright, here are directions. Step 1. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Step 2. In a large bowl, mix all dry ingredients. Add dried fruits and walnuts. Step 3. In a medium bowl, combine the yogurt, egg, apple juice concentrate, and oil. Step 4. Make a well in the center of the dry ingredients and add the wet ingredients until blended. Step 5. Coat a 9 by 13 inch pan with vegetable spray and spread the batter into the pan. Step 6. Bake 45 to 50 minutes or until done. 
and make sure to cool it 10 minutes before slicing. Then, step 7, you slice it into 8 servings. Make sure you freeze them in individual portions, but only if desired. And that's it. Yeah, um, I think I might do that for now. Let me see if there's, oh uh, yeah, peanut butter and jelly sushi rolls. You know, I made these, um, a while back. I really liked them. I tried to do the best I could, but I don't think I did the best, but, oh well. But I've tried them. They're pretty good, I guess. Um. I had made them myself one time too. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and stop it there. Um, give me some time to figure out while I'll play next, um, so that way we're not off the air. I mean, not off the air, but um, you know what I mean. Um, over time. <laughs> Two thirty, yeah. So I think we'll just do one four minutes of commercials and um two three minute songs and we will be in the clear then. How about we play the car hell and back and um uh not make them but we already played that um <coughs> How about we play, um, after Bacar Hell and Back, we'll play Taylor Swift Karma. How about that? I still got a little bit less in a minute, but close enough. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio, um, Morning Club for, um, Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Coming up will be TMZ Celebrity News. How about that? Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. For Tuesday, September 19th, 2023, I am Jesse Hackinson. We will be right back right after this. Don't go away. Yep. That was Karma by Taylor Swift from Midnight's. Before that was Bacar Hell and Back, as I mentioned earlier in the last segment. Now it is time for TMZ Celebrity News. I forgot to mention that, but I'll mention it now. <laughs> To start things off, we're going to start with actually a TMZ exclusive. 
Kevin Costner, Christine Baumgartner. Divorce has now been settled. Yep. And this was actually shared on Facebook too, by the way. It may be the most shocking turn of events this year. The divorce war between Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner is now history. Because they have settled up now. <laughs> as improbable as the settlement had seemed, there were signs it might happen though. As we reported, as TMZ reported that is, Kevin's legal team, headed up by Disso Queen Laura Lasser, won a series of legal skirmishes, particularly in the child support department. Now, Lasser submitted paperwork to the court saying that Kevin's monthly obligation should be $63,000 a month. Christine wanted $248,000 a month. And after a two-day evidentiary hearing in Santa Barbara earlier this month, Judge Thomas Andre had sided with Kevin. The judge also made it pretty clear, too. The prenup would be enforced. And if Christine challenged if she, it, she want, would have to pay re... The prenup would be enforced, and if Christine challenged it, she would have to repay Kevin more than $1 million and pay his attorney's fees for the prenup fight. Apparently, Christine saw the handwriting on the wall and agreed over the weekend to the terms of a three-page settlement letter. Wow. Oh, wow, it's a picture all the way back from 2003. Isn't that nice? That was like over 20 years ago. And there's another picture from 2019 as well. The two were married for 18 years and had three kids together. Now, Christine filed for divorce back in May of this year, I think, and asked for joint custody. Kevin also asked for joint custody. We don't know the details of the settlement, but it looks like Christine's $850,000 fee um, request is off the table, unfortunately. Although the prenup is enforceable, though, or sources say that Christine got more than what she prescribed in the dog. Well, for the sake of the settlement, that is. Well, I did not see this one coming, guys. <laughs> But anyway, um, on to another TMZ exclusive, um, Rock Shannon Bidor. She speeds, she crashes, and into her home. A hit and run video shows, although we're not going to play the video though, but we can at least describe it in our own words. RHOC star Shannon Bidor was zooming around the residential street moments before slamming her car into the side of a house. According to this insane footage of her alleged DUI incident, thank God. Bidor was hightailing it around the Newport Beach, California Street on Saturday just before midnight when based on this video, Based on this video, which of course we're not going to play, 
but she seemed to misjudge a corner car rain out of control and crashed into the hole. Almost immediately, Midora threw her car in reverse, peeing off the sidewalk, and back into the street before slowly pulling away. We got these pics of the damage left behind from the accident. A concrete platter is crumbled. After taking the brunt of the impact, there's a huge skid mark on the road. Apparently, TMZ watermarked it. <laughs> it, al- it also looks like Bidor barely missed the front door of the house, which likely would have caused even more damage and potentially injured someone inside the home if there was anyone inside, that is. TMZ broke the story. Sources say Bidor eventually parked in the middle of the street getting out with her dog, we told, we're told when cops arrived, she tried to act like she was just walking her butt, but the officers weren't buying it. <laughs> A rep for Newport Beach PD says that Shannon was arrested and booked for hit and run with and DUI alcohol, which are both misdemeanors, and was cited and released without bonds. The Bravo series isn't currently in production, thank God. So she wasn't filming before the, before the arrest. But her lawyer, Michael Fell, says that Medora is extremely apologetic and remorseful. We will be awaiting the official information on this case as it becomes available, and Shannon is prepared to accept her full responsibility for her actions. There's a YouTube video here about um, Shannon Storms, her thing on... The Real Housewives of Orange County, that's on Bravo TV, by the way. And don't forget that Bedore, Bedore revealed earlier this year that she felt blindsided by the brutal split from her BAF, in other words, her boyfriend, John Jansen, which came just weeks after production had wrapped on season 17 of The Real Housewives. Yeah, um, I think we're right now time again, guys. Oh, man. Isn't that nice? <laughs> but, yeah, um, well, we're not quite out of time yet, but I'm just going to play it safe and say we're out of time, almost. Yeah, coming up in the next segment is, you guessed it, Pokemon News. What else? I do have stuff in mind to play for before that segment. Um, hold on one second. But she gets drinking my hot chocolate. That's delightful. That might work. We'll see. All right, we'll start things off with Dominic Fike, Mona Lisa. 
And then after that, I'm gonna play an old classic that I usually only play on Sunday nights, but, um... You know what? I'm gonna play it anyway. <laughs> That's right. All-American Rejects gives you hell. Actually, I'm gonna... That song is actually only, like, less than three minutes and twenty... Let me... There we go, um... Maybe I could play, um... Better hurry up and find something, otherwise we're going to have to stick with what we have. Um... Oh, come on, I can think of something. I already played, um, Hell and Back, um... Eh, let's play, um, Little Dirk All My Life for a change, and then after that we'll play All American Rejects. Anyway, coming up will be, um... Um, Pokemon News, so stay tuned, we'll be right back, don't go away. That was Give You Hell by the All-American Rejects, and before that was Fast Car by Luke Combs. I know I said I was going to play Little Dirk, but I didn't really have enough time, and I decided to play Luke Combs instead. And by the way, the All-American Rejects Give You Hell is from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity. And speaking of Pokemon... Yep, Pokemon news, as I promised. Um, looks like we actually got some more updates now, actually. That's interesting. Um, I don't think I've read this, but we can look at preview Pokemon TCG cards you'll find. And Pokemon TCG Scarlet and Violet 151, which will be available for purchase in three days. That's right, September 22nd. <sighs> Let's start with Gengar. Illustrator Tomokazu Komiya always delivers unforgettable artwork, and Gengar is the perfect partner Pokemon for Komiya's childlike, almost unnerving aesthetic. With its characteristic, mischievous grin, this particular Gengar looks like it just might melt into Komiya's distinctive background of shapes, squiggles, and bright colors. Most likely, Gengar is preparing to deliver one of its two somewhat sneaky attacks, you know. Poltergeist forces your opponent to reveal their hand and does 50 damage for each trainer card you find there. And Howl Dive does 110 damage, allowing you to place free damage counters on your opponent's bench Pokemon any way you like. Those are excellent tricks to have up your sleeve for your next Pokemon TCG battle, you know. But as with any Komiya card, it's the artwork that really stands out here, you know. Next up, Aerodactyl. Shinja Kanda might be a relative newcomer to the world of the Pokemon train card game. But when it comes to creating a TCG artwork, he's already an expert, you know. In Kanda's expert hands, Aerodactyl becomes an avenging god of destruction, wreaking havoc on the vivid forest landscape through which it flies. This is a card that tells a story, though, painting a picture of a fierce and powerful Pokemon. And if you're planning on developing a strategy with Aerodactyl, you know, there's plenty to work with. Aerodactyl's Glide Attack does 30 damage, 
but its devolution rate is particularly interesting. It does 100 damage if your opponent's active Pokemon is an evolved Pokemon. You can also devolve that Pokemon by putting the highest stage evolution card on it into your opponent's hand. It's difficult to describe the satisfaction of watching your Pokemon uh, opponent's active Pokemon to evolve right in front of them. With Aerodactyl, you can enjoy its triumph now. Up next, Poliwhirl. Jamie's Poliwhirl meteoring through the rain is an absolute mood after all. The artist has created a dreamy, almost impressionist scene that perfectly captures the contemplative feeling of a rainy day. And as a water-type Pokemon, Poliwhirl is obviously unbothered by the rain, seemingly gazing at its own reflection in one of the um, many puddles that have accumulated on the sidewalk. Streetlights adds to the magic of the scene, creating vivid pastel, pastel pl- splashes against the blue color palette. Well, Poliwhirl's wave splash and frog hop attacks are certainly useful. Let's just take a little more time to join Poliwhirl and meditate on the quiet joys of a rainy day. That's all I'm going to say. Now, on to Blastoise EX. Many cards boast interesting artwork or substantially powerful Pokemon. But this Blastoise EX offers the best of the both worlds. Blastoise EX's 338 hit points is no surprise, given that the Shellfish Pokemon is an absolute tank. Almost literally. As if it wasn't difficult enough to knock out, Blastoise EX's Solid Shell ability allows it to take 30 less damage from attacks. And it's more than capable of shelling out damage as well. Its twin cannons attack is able of doing up to 280 damage if the user discards up to two basic water energy cards from their hand. On this card, Illustrator Mitsuro Arita offers an interesting and distinctive perspective on Blastoise EX. Typically, Blastoise EX off is depicted as a completely different scale, closer to the viewer, seemingly caught up in the heat of battle. But here we see Blastoise EX underwater, captured in rich shades of blue, with clever shadows that suggest unknown and potentially immense deaths. Now on the Wigglytuff EX. This is the last one, by the way. Wigglytuff EX is looking extra tough with 250 hit points and an ability that allows it to gain an additional 100 hit points if it has any special energy attached to it, that is. Well, many Pokemon EX boast hit point levels of 300 above. The f- its 350 hit points puts Wigglytuff among the hardiest Pokemon EX you can find. Its friend tackle attacks attack also comes with a condition. 
If you play a supporter card from your hand during this turn, the damage goes from 90 to 180, which almost guarantees a knockout against most Pokemon. Judging by the determined impression on Wigglytuff's face and the fact that it could potentially access 350 hit points, it's not going down without a serious fight now. Now remember, these are just a few of the incredible cards you'll find in Pokemon TCG Scarlet and Violet 151. See what other cool cards you can discover when the expansion releases on September 22nd, 2023. But yeah, um... Anyway, um, coming up in the next segment will be on um, what's on TV tonight. We'll see. Um, anyway, um... Let me switch that to assisted. So that way, I, it didn't play anything, but it's fine. That's good enough. I just switched to assisted so it went, um, start playing the commercials right away. As <laughs> that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. It didn't play anything, but it's fine. Um, um, one. Might as well go over. <laughs> Alright, we'll just work with that, I guess. I'll let the music be a surprise for you guys. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. That was Pokemon News. Coming up will be What's On TV tonight. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. That was All My Life by Lil Dirk and Helen Back by Bacar. Alright, guys. Um... Alright, um, tvguide.com, this is where I went to get um, information for um, TV. Um, here's the ultimate guide to watch on Netflix, Hulu, Prime Video, Max, and much, much more in September 2023. Now, fall TV is here finally. Oh, wait a minute. Or is it? <laughs> now, you might recall that as writers and actors strike for a living wage, September TV's calendar is lighter than usual, but it's no slouch. Why not take the opportunity to shake up your watch list? Dip your toes in creepy TV with Apple TV Plus's The Challenging, The Changeling, or Hulu's The Other Black Girl. Indulge in a great rom-com with Max's Starstruck. Learn about wrestling with Netflix's wrestlers. Maybe you won't watch AMC's Daryl Dixon even though you never watched The Walking Dead. Do your thing. Other highlights this month include the new boy, the boys spinoff, Gen V on Prime Video, the final season of Sex Education on Netflix, and yes, ABC's The Golden Bachelor. Our guide to the best TV of September is divided in three sections. The best shows and movies to watch this month, the best shows to watch by streaming service, and a calendar of TV highlights. Now, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it below. And there's also last month's guide in August. Let's start off. Let's just read the best movies and the best shows and movies to watch in September. I'll just read the ones I subscribe to for you guys. Um, 
The Changeling Season 1, which will premiere on September 18th on Apple TV+. Plus. One of the most indulging, uh, not indulging, but one of the most intriguing new series of the year, The Changeling, follows Apollo Kagwa, played by LaCaif Sandfield, a rare book dealer whose life takes a turn for the supernatural after his life, Clark Bacco, commits an unthinkable act of violence and then promptly disappears. Determined to figure out the truth of what happened to her, Apollo is went on a journey through a version of New York City that he never knew existed. Based on the 2017 novel of the same name by Victor Lavelle, I'll take my meds, don't worry. That's my brother. Sorry about that. Anyway, where was I? Um... Apollos went on a journey through a verse from New York City that he never knew existed. Based on the 2017 novel of the same name by Victor Lavelle. That's where I was, actually. The Changeling is the kind of enchantingly spooky fairy tale that's perfect for fall. P- made by Alison Brooker. Or is that what she wrote? I have no idea. Trailer on YouTube, by the way. The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, Season 1, premieres September 10th on AMC. The Walking Dead embarks on its first world tour as Daryl Dixon, Norman Reedus, the franchise's best character. She heads to France, yes, France, in the middle of a zombie apocalypse to do his best impression of HBO's The Last of Us. The brooding rebel channels Pedro Pascal when he's tasked with escorting a child who may be the key to saving humanity across an undead ridden landscape. But hey, if it worked once, maybe it'll work twice. Reedus is in his usual hype man mode for the show, bragging the EW we're making art. Share on YouTube, by the way. The Other Black Girl, Season 1, September 13th on Hulu. Based on Sakia's Dahlia Harris's debut novel, the same name. The Other Black Girls is the story of, of editorial assistant Nelia played by Sinclair Daniel who believes she's found an ally when her New York publishing house finally hires another black woman Hazel played by Ashley Murray but as as Hazel succeeds at work Nelia's excitement starts to sour leading her to discover that something sinister is happening at the company Harris has cited Jordan Pale's Get Out as inspiration for the novel, so you can expect the show to incorporate some horror movie flair on top of the horror that's navigating the whiteness of the publishing industry. Now, I remember reading about that one time on year two. Show's on YouTube, by the way. Up next, Wrestlers, premiering on September 13th on Netflix. 
director Greg Whiteley and the team behind Netflix Sports docuseries and his hits Cheer and Last Chance You Up, get, Last Chance You Gapple with professional wrestling and wrestlers, which follows the owners, athletes, fans of the Ohio Valley Wrestling League, a developmental organization that started a career as a John Cena, yep, Brock Lesnar, David Malista, and more. Now sure, wrestling's more entertainment than sport, but the themes of Whiteley's other projects grew in competition, sacrifice, and personal demons are all over this, with the added complexity of new owners trying to make OVW a profitable business, conflicting with the creative process of big, sweaty man and women tossing each other over with tumbuckles. It's not only just as good as Cheer and Last Chance. You. It might be better. There was also, yep, on YouTube, by the way. Now, um, the gold season one, September 17th, Paramount Plus. Fans of old school crime thrillers from the early 1980s will love this throwback series based on a true story of a heist in which British robbers inadvertently came across millions in gold bullion. While the crooks figure out a way to turn their loot into cash, the cops close in, the media is right behind them. It was well received when it was released in the UK earlier this year, by the way. Let's see what the performance is in the US. <laughs> and it stars Hugh Boonville, Dominic Copper, and Tom Collin. Alright, Sex Education Season 4, September 21st on Netflix. I only have two minutes left. Soon, Sex Education will have nothing left to teach you. For its fourth and final season, the colorfully raunchy British series is literally shutting down the school. Moordale Secondary has been closed, and its former students now find themselves at school so progressive, Otis, Asa Butterfield, isn't even the only therapist on campus. Meanwhile, Mae, played by Emma McAuley, is living her academic dream in America. The cast is also getting a shake-up, too. Dan Levy and Jody Turner-Smith join the show, while some longtime cast members, including Patricia Allison and even Bridgerton Simone Ashley, are not returning. But Gillian Anderson is back as Otis's uninhibited mother, and so is future Doctor Who star, the cootie Godwa as Eric F. Long, the show's best and most singular creation. As long as we have Eric, we're never skipping class, I guess. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stop it here at this point. I'm running very low on time, and you can read the rest later on TVGuide.com. Yep, too late. I might as well just read the rest, but I'm not even going to bother with that stuff. Alright, I guess we'll put that there then. <laughs> That's about a little bit less than 30 seconds, but well, 52 minutes. I'll just put down three minutes, I guess. And 
Yes. Um. Anyway, I think I'll just let the music be a surprise again, guys. I'm sorry about that. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for um, Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Coming up will be a recap plus um, a weather update. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Don't go away. That was Dance Night by Julia from Barbie. And there was another soundtrack song, Mona Lisa from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yep. All about movies there, aren't we? <laughs> but anyway, um, it's now time for a recap. With a weather update, we'll start with the recap. Um, in the first segment, we talked about Blink-182, um... Finally releasing an album since 2011 with the original lineup. They had released albums after that, but this was diff- with different band members. Now, this year, in September, they're going to... Oh, actually October, I mean. I just realized it was October. Um, they're releasing a new album this year in October, which will basically have the original lineup. Better in 2016 or whatever, where it had them... Um, different members of the band. Then we gave a brief weather update, of course, on my website, which was, of course, the um, weather widget from Forecast 7. Then we talked about some recipes, like um, lunch recipes or whatever. I forgot what they were now, but I know one of them was like, um, I think there was like a fruit yogurt bar or something like that and other stuff. Um, I know, I just realized one of them was a yogurt fruit bar. I just can't remember the other one. But I will be having this later on demand for you guys, so you can listen to all of it in full if you'd like. <coughs> anyway, um, in, all, in the third segment, we talk, did the um, little old-fashioned TMZ celebrity news. We read about some couple being divorced, finally, and their settlement being settled. And also, we talked about um, this hitting, someone hitting her house. So There was this woman, Medora or whatever, hitting her house, and she got arrested for it, but it looks like she might be okay, considering that she's on a popular Bravo TV series. So, something tells me she might get just a slap on the wrist, <laughs> as always. Because <laughs> usually when it comes to those famous Bravo TV stars, the worst that could happen to her is basically, simply put bluntly, a slap on the wrist. <laughs> it is the truth, after all. And after that, we did um, Pokemon news, where we talked about mainly the um, Scarlet and Violet 151 artwork packages for the Pokemon EX and stuff like that. So if you're a big fan of the train card game, I'm not really that big of a fan of the train card game, but it is fun to collect sometimes. I know David watched some people on YouTube who did it. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested in the Pokemon trading card game, you might want to check that out then. Scarlet and Violet, 151 hit stores, wherever you go. Walmart, Target, wherever. On September um, 22nd, 2023. That's in three days, by the way. Then we talked about what's on TV tonight. I didn't get to read a whole lot of it because, again, uh, we were running very low on time. And I already closed the tab off, I think. Let me double check. 
Actually, no, we can we can still read this, actually. I didn't close it off, thank God. Anyway, let's continue on with this. Where I leave off at, I think it was um, Bachelor in Paradise and the Golden Bachelor. It, it premieres on September 28th on ABC. A runoff from the Bachelor franchise flows all the way down to, say, Unia, Mexico, where contestants who were rejected in The Bachelor and Bachelorette give mutual coupling for social media clout a second chance in Bachelor in Paradise. It's also the single best series in the franchise because of its self-awareness and its and the specialized <coughs> psychological torture it unleashes on the participants. This year's roster looks a little lackluster, though. Can we please bring back Claire Crawley? But you never truly know someone until you see their reaction to the person they just had sex with having sex with someone else. And also debuting the same night is The Golden Bachelor, which combines all the fun of The Bachelor with hip replacements as participants are all AARP eligible. <laughs> and trailers on YouTube, by the way. What else? Then on to Starstruck Season 3, September 28th on Max. Every day, someone logs online and laments the death of the romantic comedy. It's good news then that Rose Metafeo's Starstruck is back for Season 3 now, which continues to ask its central question of what happens after the romance. The series picks up after Jesse, who's played by Metafeo, and it's a girl, that's why it has I the name. And Tom's, the played by Nakish Patel, kissing the pond, which doesn't end up being happy after, even after, ever after it should have been. Instead, starstruck Flash got engaged to someone else, and Jessie's still struggling to figure out what she wants the rest of her life to be, to look like. Few shows are better at bringing laughter and tears and existential crisis all at once. And that's why we keep coming back by Allison Picard. She posted that. And there's a trailer on YouTube, by the way. What else? Anyway, um, we're pretty much almost out of time. I just want to finish this off with a web report. Which I... Oh, there... Okay, I... I, I, I was just about to stop it, but it loaded anyway. <laughs> Anyway, too late. But anyway, um, let's just read the weather anyway. Thank God it loaded. Um, right now it is 54 degrees with broken clouds. Tuesday, it'll be, well, later today, I should say, it'll be 72 with few clouds. Wednesday, it will be 66 degrees with, um, again, broken clouds. Well, I think I'll read it. Let me just start over. Right now it is 54 degrees with broken clouds. Tuesday will be later today. It'll be 72 with few clouds. Wednesday it'll be 66 with broken clouds. Thursday it will be clear sky with 72 degrees. Friday it'll be 75 with clear sky. Saturday it'll be 70 with overcast clouds. Sunday, it will be moderate rain with 55 degrees. And Monday, it will be 63 degrees with moderate rain again. 
So yeah, that's your forecast for um for um for this week mostly um and probably some of the weekend as well. But that will pretty much conclude it at this point, guys. Unfortunately, um, I hope you had a good morning today. I tried my best to do this. My stomach's hurting a little bit, but I'll be fine. Um, maybe I just need the burp. Who knows? Anyway, I'm gonna hurry up and get some stuff fed in here so we can be on time at least, if possible. Um, Okay. It's about four minutes of commercials there I put, so um Let's see, I can probably feed in at least six minutes of music. Start off with two minute song. Let's do um core relay players. And um Reem Hunt and Selena Gomez, calm down. I have a habit of having to close the show out with that song for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, September 19, 2023. Tomorrow, I might do an air morning show. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, still feeling grief about mom, but I'm trying to fight through it, guys. Don't worry. But anyway, thanks for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, September 19, 2023. If I'm not on the air tomorrow, I'll probably be on auto. But anyway, thank you for listening, everyone. Have a pleasant mor- day. rest of your day. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.